I don't really want to put this in the podcast, but I do kind of want to talk about it, that Elon Musk officially buys Twitter. What? Uh, you know, this, this was the day that I was dreading. This was this was the moment. Well, everybody is like freaking out. Like, what's really going to happen because of it? OK, so here here here's why this is this here why this is a big deal. Right now, this is a publicly tra- this is a publicly. I mean, it, it's public that it, it, like it, Twitter has stock, so it has mm-hmm. multiple owners so that they're all cooperating with it along with uh, to like make it better. And I see and Twitter, Twitter has been doing good things, especially since ever since like, you know, the whole misinformation stuff like they've been doing good things to say, hey, this is not good. Like this is you might want to check your facts before you believe this stuff. Whenever you see like conspiracy theories or people just sprouting random bullshit, the world is flat type shit type shit. COVID-19 vaccine is going to get infect you or whatever stupid shit like that. You know? Yeah. And and now it's like, oh, well, the the number one thing that apparently like every billionaire basically says that is that Twitter is censoring them. And it's only censoring them because you spout stupid bullshit and it's misinformation. Yeah. So what so by making a billionaire now own Twitter, he can now has the right to the right and ability to say I agree with that. Oh, and he's like, and he says that this should be a wide open and anyone can talk and say whatever they want. But at the same time, facts are facts. You can't yeah. just make up stuff because when people read the shit and they don't think about it, they will believe it. That's how the whole thing started. It's how whole fake news all began. It's, it's at some point, it, like social medias in general, just have to step in and say what is right and what is wrong. It doesn't mean that they should censor them. It just means that they should put a warning on it when it is wrong. Twitter oh actually God. does I... a fairly good job with uh, with free speech, but who knows what could happen from here? That's I, I why just... this is a big deal. Okay. <laughs> Holy fuck man wow yeah you see why this is a big this is a bigger deal than it seems yeah yeah especially with how like integral and twitter has become to so many people's daily lives like it is essentially what uh facebook used to be whereas everyone is now leaving facebook because it's terrible you think that's the same thing that's going to happen to uh, Twitter now? It very well could. Here's the thing. Oh, like, no. I mean, here's the thing. You look, even even for the short time that social media has been a thing, it, it you, you've seen it kind of progress as it goes on. Remember MySpace? MySpace was like the first quote-unquote social media out there. It wasn't called social media at the time because it was so new. And it never really caught on. But it was the thing for a while where it was the thing where people would meet up and and hang out type deal. And it was the first social media. I mean, there was a bunch of other ones prior to that, but that was the first big one that everyone kind of recognized. Um, by the way, still around to this day. MySpace is still around. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Dude, MySpace totally has the opportunity to make a comeback. <laughs> with all the with all the people being like all nostalgic nowadays. Come on. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> you and me. 
we we can be the pioneers for this <gasps> new age. We can make MySpace great again. <laughs> what would that what would that hat read? Would we have like a would it be like a red hat that's like M at wait, what would that M M S G A? Make my space great again. <laughs> Guys, I'm here to bring back MySpace. <laughs> Dude, we could probably buy MySpace. Anyway, continuing my point. How much are they selling for? I don't know. Continuing my point, though, is that it, it, is that it went from MySpace, then Facebook showed up. Facebook had a rough start. And then there's obviously always competitors. Twitter was the next big one to happen. There was a bunch of other ones in the meantime. Uh, and it's kind of stayed there for as long as it has. And I would argue that now the next social media is TikTok. Where it's not yeah, really social, social yeah. media, but it, it is. It's it's like the evolution of Vine, essentially. Pretty much. It's like a short, or like mixed with like a short form YouTube. Pretty much. It, it's always funny because I remember I was just kind of like when I when I when I started streaming back in like 2019 or whatever, or even way way back when they said that mm -hmm. the number one way to help your your uh, channel grow was to get on Twitter and just try and go following there because if you get on following there you get there you look at guides now they'll say tiktok you post all your clips to tiktok so it, okay. it just goes to show that that the medium has evolved and is shifting more towards video stuff because people i and here's my here's my theory about this is that anyone can write stuff on twitter you actually have to like somewhat know editing or a general idea of, of what makes it uh, even like a short clip good yeah. So. And everyone's a everyone's a content creator nowadays, right? So. I mean, essentially, it is true though. So. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. So that I mean, so my thought process is one, Twitter stays the same, and no one really cares that it's owned by Musk. Whatever, who cares? I guess. But at the same time, I'm sitting here going like, everyone could just move to TikTok. And then that becomes the next big thing, and eventually something will come out and be TikTok. It's just it's how it's how the it's how it works. I guess I guess now I have to get on TikTok. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. I thought about that, and then I said it's too much fucking work. I say as, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I just have to pick like ten, like a thirty second clip or something like that, and fucking. Eh, I'm good. I'm good. I don't care enough. Probably why this is probably why the channel doesn't grow, but it's fine. I don't care if it's shed anyway. Yeah, there eventually. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, like I said, whatever I when I started streaming, I said, I didn't I don't care if this thing does good. It's, it's more of just for me and it's fun for me. It's like if no one yeah. watches, I'm I'm just a little speck in the void. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Considered. Exactly. That's why I was like, I, I don't really care. <laughs> Some people care, but I don't. I don't really. Care. I guess we'll start with a, uh, with a, with a. Uh, I'm. Did my brain just? Did my brain just explode here? I. I, li I literally was just like I was my so. brain. It was like I was like I knew what I wanted to say, then it went away. Then was, my brain can't keep up with my mouth. My mouth. It's been a fucking weird day today. <laughs> Sounds like it. Holy shit. Ugh. 
Anyway, hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I'm the Gamer124. Show with me as always is the cruise man himself, Tom Cruise can't lose. How can you, how are you doing today? Oh boy, one intro. I'm doing just fine, Look, my friend. Sometimes you just gotta go into it. Sometimes you're just like, all right, reset, boom, go. You know how sometimes people people count down three, two, one, I just say three and we go. Yeah. Exactly. We're here today. Fuck it, we'll all do it live. Three of us. Me, Gamer, and Onion. And Makar. That still doesn't have an AK. <laughs> no. Well, maybe he does, and you just can't see it. It's true. It could be in the other hand that we can't. That's just off camera. No. In his other hand, he's holding a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, I thought you were going to say a hammer. No. Not the hammer. Anyway, uh, Onion's had a rough day and he needs his alcohol. <laughs> I, you know, I probably should have grabbed it truly myself. What's going on with gaming news today? Uh, Sony is hiring for a senior director for PC planning and strategy is, is the title of it. And I'm like sitting here going, all right, here's your strategy. So, here's your strategy, Sony. Put every game, including Bloodborne, out on PC. Genius. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You, you just made yourself like a bazillionaire. <laughs> More than a bazillionaire than you already are, but you know, just saying, just saying, <laughs> just saying. So, I don't know. What do you What do you think that their actual strategy is going to be? Will they Will they put some of their old older games out slowly, and then just maybe try and do that with some of the newer games? I know you talked about like you know, the video leak had for Horizon Forbidden West was a supposed leak for the PC. The big, the big ones are uh, like Horizon Forbidden West. Um, obviously, before God of War came out, that was just a big rumor, and Uncharted Four. Obviously, we have all those now. I think what Sony's big strategy, at least for the beginning, is games that are going to be getting sequels in the future. They're going to release like the previous entries on PC. Is is what I'm thinking they're going to do. So like. Um, I don't know if Uncharted is getting getting a sequel, but I guess to hype people up for factions or maybe another like Last of Us game, they can release like Uncharted Four and the Last of Us, uh, the Last of Us games on PC. Please just do the Nathan Drake collection too. But um, uh, like God of War Ragnarok's coming out, so that they already already put God of War out. Like Red West just came out, and they put the first two Horizon games on there. I'm guessing at some point we're going to see Gran Turismo 7 and stuff like that. I'm thinking they're going to try and focus mainly on like games that are like in people's memories and ones that are be like worth it to release on PC. Well, I think it's possible for them to release stuff like uh, Infamous Second Son and like Shadowfall Killzone. I don't think we're going to see games like that. Why not? Just I'm expecting like late ps4 stuff if they could like approve like a bloodborne or a persona 5 you know pc port i'm i'm all for it exactly those are two games i don't think they're gonna do though i'm just saying sony you know you have a lot of sales of, of bloodborne if you put bloodborne on a pc just yeah. saying just saying <laughs> so i mean it, what what it wasn't long ago that they bought a uh, PC port like a PC porting studio or like one that specializes in PC ports. So they're obviously going uh, along with all these new hires. They're all they're obviously going to want to dive deeper into like porting their games to PC. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. We're just not really sure when or what games are necessarily going to be put out initially and what and how they're going to do it. My, I am curious to see if they are going to do that with newer games as well. Like for the PS5 games, are they going to put some out that that are newer games and like do you put them on on P PS5 and PC right away or do you wait like two, three months and then you put it on on PC? I mean, I mean, we're essentially already seeing that like people are saying are saying like at least the NVIDIA leaks are saying it's the Horizon Forbidden West uh, port is going to come sometime in like September or November, which it which would be like six months, five, four months ish. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. About like so six ish months from its release. So I'm th uh, thinking it's going to be something like that. Wild prediction. I think once they port enough of their games too, I think they might try and like push their uh, like you know subscription service they have going right now and create like a PC version of it. Yeah, similar like, to what Game Pass has. I think so. I think that's going to come in the somewhat distant future. My guess is like earliest like late twenty twenty three is what yeah. I'm thinking. Maybe I, was, I was thinking like early twenty twenty four, late twenty twenty three. So. Yeah, around that time span, I think we might start to see something like that. Right yeah. now, we just gotta kind of wait and see what they're gonna they're gonna be doing. Hey, can I just petition uh, Sony right now to give us Returnal on PC? I'd fucking love that. I want uh, to play that game so badly. I'll, I'll be the first person to sign that and add crossplay. Yes, add add crossplay. Oh, no, so I'll we buy can... it again if they have to. <laughs> uh, just do it better than uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. That's still having issues. So much it like it works, but could be better. We'll uh, we'll have to see what uh we'll have to keep waiting for Sony to do more with their PC stuff. But ah, uh, how about the how about this will be a quick one. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands is getting a sequel. It's the Telltale Borderlands game that uh is now not being developed by Telltale, but by uh by Gearbox themselves. So don't know how to feel about that. I never really played Tales from the Borderlands. I've heard it, I heard it was really good though. Um, Gearbox is making it. Mm -hmm. They're saying Gearbox. Gearbox is publishing and making it. I was I was curious about that too. Where I was like, is it is Telltale getting back getting back to it, or is it Gearbox? And it sounds like it's Gearbox. I it doesn't really say on here, but I I get the impression that it is Gearbox. So. And then like I was I was telling you before we started the stream. Oh yeah, it's it's being created in house by Gearbox. Got it. I just read that. So, um Gearbox uh, when it comes to Borderlands ones uh past like Borderlands 2 characters have kind of fallen flat. Borderlands yeah. 3 had a lot of real, of new characters that were really forgettable. Uh they kind of threw Ava in and she was kind of like, hey, we're going to force this character in in what feels like she shouldn't be there. But because we're just going to really push this for some reason, that's there. And then, like, I, I think we were talking like maybe even as early as last week that about the Calypso twins and just how. They were not great villains. So. And yeah. So I'm like, I hope this is good because the first Tales from the Borderlands was pretty good. 
I also wonder if it'll be released episodically like uh, like it was, because I know that was the thing with Telltale. I think did. maybe. My biggest concern with this is do uh, they don't really have like any experience with a game type like this, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious how well this is going to work. If it'll, since they have more, maybe more lee, like, um, more leeway than like Telltale might have had, then maybe it might, they might do a better job. But if they don't really understand what kind of game they're making and how to capitalize on it, I, I a bunch of stuff is just going through my head. And... It's, it's, it's how I look at it is. Gearbox makes great looter shooter games where the story is kind of okay-ish. Like, yeah. it's whatever. Um, whereas this type of game, its story is front and front and center. Like, that, that is how it's going to have to go. Not saying Gearbox probably couldn't make a good story-based game, but it's definitely not their forte. Like Borderlands Two was remember was was memorable because of Handsome Jack because of his like witty one liners and and stuff like that. But overall, the story was just kind of eh. It was it was a way for you to play and get loot and all that kind of stuff, and that's 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 what the game is. So we'll see. There was, I don't think there was any timeline for it. If it was supposed to be, is it, I don't know if it, they said it was supposed to be out this year. I doubt it's this year. I would bet it's next year. I mean, I think they're really just trying to follow up from the, the, the love that Tiny Tina's Wonderland is getting. Yeah. Which, by the way, did you know that game already has its first DLC pack out? I did hear that. I heard it. It's it's actually pretty awesome. Well, it's here's the thing. So it's it's a thing that's supposed to go over like four weeks or whatever. It's like you fight the same boss, but it's in a different form each of the four weeks. So me and my brother faced its first form, and it was pretty meh. Was, we we, we kind of kicked its ass. Okay. So that, but as far as I can tell, that was it. Like, and I'm just like that. It was kind of just a watered down chaos chamber where it was just like random and you could just get a bunch of really cool gear off of it. But I'm like, this needs refining <laughs> is what I is what I thought of. Oh, it's not fun. It's OK. It, it's it's definitely feels like a watered down chaos chamber where it's not as long, nor is it like as intense. But. They added some cool legendaries, they added a, a new uh is it cute like a, i don't know mechanic i guess where it's like this debuff the where they called soaked so they ner- it, it makes fire damage less good by 50 percent, but it makes electricity and frost way better so i'm just like oh okay and so far th- those weapons are pretty good or i think there's a spell that also does that so that's that's the part of it that I was like oh that's good i like that okay so while the boss wasn't overly crazy the the gear that was added is is realistically what gearbox should be doing in terms of like dlc for this stuff is we discussed even before this game came out about how cool it would be if they added a um their own uh, their own kind of forge mode almost where you yeah like you make your own campaign yeah 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 i don't see them doing that because that'd be like a fuck ton of work that's a lot of work 
shit would that be so cool yeah especially with all like the D D stuff in there yeah they're adding like i think like two new classes in this first dlc pack expansion pack or whatever so at some point there will be new character there will be new classes added i almost wonder if the if this new tales from the borderlands will set up a borderlands 4 because because tales because the first tales from the borderlands kind of set up three kind of ish yeah pretty much like it really it, it, it was kind of like i mean the fact is they made a canon so i was just like okay i guess whatever <laughs> which it was really funny that you did that because you what is it scooter died in that one which i don't really care but at the same time but i'm like then you didn't see any of the other characters make their way into borderlands 3 so i sit here going so why is this canon again <laughs> Didn't even put loader bot in in uh, Borderlands three, and that was what everyone wanted. We got Ubisoft is apparently the is being eyed as the next big uh, gaming acquisition because uh, they're still plummeting stock prices and uh, still the uh, what is it the sexual misconduct stuff over in the workplace allegations slash court case that's going on. So similar recipe that we saw with. Uh, Activision Blizzards in a way, so yep, it definitely could happen. So we're we were, we were trying to think. I'm like, if they if somebody would buy it, who would it who would it be? Likely, if I were to guess, it's either going to be, uh, you said it's either going to be Tencent or Microsoft. The Realistically, only... I think it's going to be Tencent. The only reason I said Tencent initially is because back in 2018, they tried to do a hostile takeover of it, which uh, Ubisoft fended off. So my guess is that they might try it again when they're kind of at this low point right now. Yeah. Could happen. What is it? that Their stock prices in like back in 2018 were 110 a share. Now it's 41 a share. So it's down quite a bit in like, I, I guess it's like what three, four years, but even then, it's still like it's gone down like fifteen percent, is what this one says. I was I was recently like I was I was thinking about it. I was like, what is Ubisoft putting out re- putting out recently? I thought about Skull and Bones for a second. Remember that game? Did that game even come out nope. at any point? Nope. <laughs> there was supposed to be a beta for it. The beta never happened because they wanted to go back into production on it. Then they then they basically had to scrap the whole project, and now they weren't even sure if they were going to make it. And uh, that's where we sit at this point. It's a ship combat game. I I don't want to be mean, but like, how difficult can that be? Really? Here, here, here's here's what I here's what I think about this is that mm-hmm. Skull and Bones and For Honor were basically announced at roughly the same time. For Honor was the first one to go out, and it wasn't received overly well. Um, that's my only thought process on that is that they want to make this one good. So they're really like trying to fine tooth comb it. And they realized that everything that, that they were going to do, everything that they did with for honor, they didn't want to do with skull and bones. So they basically had to rework it. And then they were like, this is, this is just a mess. We gotta, we gotta start over. And then like, do we even make this game anymore? Like who cares anymore? By the time this comes out, who cares? Who will even remember this? I mean, it depends on like how far in development it is because like, Especially nowadays, I think if they really want to make this a thing, they would probably have to start from like the ground up. But if, uh, since I'm guessing the whole well, part of the whole like 
draw to this game is gonna have to be like it's graphical awe, right? Because like ship combat is cool, but it's not gonna you know appeal to really that many people unless it's maybe like a free to play game. Yeah, there was rumors that they it was gonna be like a twenty dollar game and or whatever, and then it was like mm, maybe we should just make it free to play. Mm, we don't know. If we're, we're not gonna sure if we're gonna make money off of it then. And uh, maybe just not make the game then. Yeah, that's what they were just like. Mm, you know what? We're not even sure if we're gonna make it anymore. So as far as as far as to my knowledge, that's where it sits currently, which is a shame. But I. Happens. I honestly don't blame them, though. No. No. I don't blame them at all. The only other one I can think of is, like, there was... They got Beyond Good and Evil 2, which has been missing ever since what? When was that shown off? 2019? Yeah. It's a game that people have been asking for way before that, though. It's Yeah. Like, but that was when they initially they, showed it off. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was really hype on it for a while, being like, yeah, Beyond Good and Evil is back. Like, let's fucking go. And nothing since. Does that game even still exist at this point? You know, who the hell knows? I'd like to believe it does, but Jesus Christ. It might be one of those, like, situations where they announced it way too early in its development. So, that's that's my thought process there. It's like, hmm... Sure, part. Uh, I'm sure, like, part of it was just to get people hyped up. Like, yeah, Beyond Gun Evil's coming back, but like, that's a, should have a game. That's that's a that's a that's a, re- that's a really really bad way to <laughs> to do that. Then, yeah. The only other game I can think of is that apparently one of the DLCs for Valhalla is now being spun off into its own game. Okay. Didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it's happening. I guess to cover what would be like a longer stretch from next or the next uh, Assassin's Creed game. I I suppose so. So I I don't know. Like, what was the one Valhalla DLC like War for Ragnarok or something like that? Something like that. Uh, I thought that looked pretty cool, but like I saw that and I was like, I'm not going to play all of Valhalla just to get to this one DLC that looks like it's overly long to begin with. Like, I'd rather just, you know, start with the DLC almost. Yeah. What should we be able to do in this uh, standalone, I guess? So. <laughs> cool. I'm down. Why not? Yeah. So I'm I'm sitting here going like, yeah, there's not a whole lot coming. There's not a whole lot going Ubisoft's way. And then and then their and their uh, whole like oh yeah NFTs are the future thing probably didn't help their case in any way shape or form which I don't know if they're no. still on that train or not but they yeah, are they're not helping it. themselves. Everyone's dropping NFTs at this point like and the people that are investing in them are just dropping like flies. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, well, we'll see uh, if they actually are or if they'll just kind of like, hey, we're kind of over here type deal and we're waiting until we got, you know, next Assassin's Creed or whatever the fuck. Skull and Bones is is being redone again and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, let it die. (laughs) Maybe make For Honor 2 or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'd buy For Honor. I mean, I'd be good for another For Honor. If if they made For Honor kind of like a... 
like what they what everyone kind of originally thought it was and the in initial design of what Verona was going to be was basically just like a like a crazier chivalry game that was more realistic and I'm just like yes I am all about that and it's like mythology between the knights the vikings and the and the samurai and I'm like fuck yeah that's that sounds awesome nice that would be really fucking sick I don't know what what's so wrong about having there be like like the story mode for for honor was underrated if you ask me like it was so good like Apollyon such a good villain <laughs> it's like it, she's basically like Apollyon was basically like Joker in a way like he she she wanted like I I just want people to fight I just want chaos to happen type deal you know like there yeah. was no there was no plan there was no like thing or whatever it was just like. Let their fighting and the strong will sur will survive. That was that was the whole thing they wanted, and I'm sitting here going, "Fuck yeah, that was awesome." And only proved to and only proved the point that it was like at the end where it's like you beat her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, even if you beat me now, war is still coming. You can't stop it." And in the end, it's like they're all just fighting again, clearly stating their point that war just happens. It's inevitable. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's uh that was cool. I almost wish there was like a follow-up to the story in any way, shape, or form, just to like see how what is it, the warden in that one is kind of like the peacemaker eventually that like tries to end the war, which we never really see the end of that. So that'd be cool to look into. This was the story mode for a for a multiplayer game that I just went into. <laughs> it was low-key good though. Yeah. And then there was and then there was the oh god, what was it? I remember the fight. There was a fight when you were playing as the raider against like this samurai guy. And because you're like raiding the samurais as the Vikings, because, you know, that's what Vikings do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the guy would like he basically have one line to say throughout the entire like throughout the entire fight. Like, you know how they'll say one liners throughout the fight. And it's yeah. like, you are a raider legendary. <laughs> and I'm just like. And imagine hearing that fight for like 40 minutes when you're trying, because the guy is extremely difficult to fight. Well, he kicked my ass so many times. Just, and I was and I and one. I just remember saying and I just remember going, You are a raider, a legendary for like the first week that game was out. And I'm just like, oh my god, don't tell me those lines. Ugh. That that was that was a meme between me and my friends for so for so long. <laughs> you are a raider, a legendary. You are a raider, legendary. It's just we've randomly just say that at random times. <laughs> I remember the time I pulled it out in the middle of class. <laughs> Dead ass quiet and I go, you are a raider. Legendary. <laughs> it's like, like a gamer version of the penis game. I know it, it's really it really was. It was it's just so funny, though. It was so funny for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever, but it was so good. <laughs> Look, just saying, Ubisoft, you want me to get on board? Make For Honor too. I know you're still updating For Honor, but let's face they, it, you're not really going far with that from here. It's just, just saying. They release a sequel, and it's called like the Legendary Raiders or some <laughs> shit. If there, if there is like an addition to a of the 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 Raider Legendary like addition, I'm I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I have thought about like going back and just playing through the story mode for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever, just because I want to. <laughs> um, from what you're saying, it sounds pretty good. It was like there was like 
it kind of was just like little threads here or there that they kind of went through. Like the first mission is like Apollyon f- basically like comes up to a fort for one of the night forts and basically just ransacks the place like a Viking would. And it, it's, she's a villain with a purpose and like knows what she wants in a way where it, it's not just killing people just for killing sake. It, it's killing people to find the strong is pretty much how it is. So like the first, first mission is you, you're the warden that has to fight her warden and, and basically you win and then you take her spot as her like right hand, right hand knight in a way. And then as, as the story kind of progresses, the warden realized, Oh, I'm fighting for the wrong side. Like just straight up. Like she, Apollyon is a madman. Yeah. So, oh, what there was the, the second one where it was like black a black stone. No, what's his name? My black beard. stone, black beard. No, black it, it's, knife, black sword. It's, it's like this conqueror guy that is like he's like trying to like defend your fort. It is like Lord defend, black, defend, black Vader. No, not him. <laughs> well, the Blackstone Legion, I think, is what they call. That's why I thought of Blackstone, but I forget his fucking name because it was a cool name. The black, the black raider, legendary. No, no. God damn it. <laughs> and uh, uh, God, but it was just like when you beat him, he's just like, "All right, now you took the four. What do you want? What next?" And in the in the and the and the, the warden's just like, "I don't know. Want you want to come with and conquer some stuff?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Why not?" <laughs> Uh, I was, I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> no, like ceremonial shit. No, like just dumb stuff like that. No, just like, hey, you want to come uh, conquer some stuff? Cause you're a conqueror. Yeah, why not? Sure. I'm not doing anything <laughs> better right now. I'm not doing anything better. It's fine. It's fine. And then in the corner you hear, you are a raider, legendary, and you're like, legendary. <laughs> man, I. I can I just can I just say I was like I know I've talked about my love for For Honor, but I fucking miss that game. It'll come back one day, hopefully. I know, I know. I just want it back. Anyway, moving on, I guess, huh? Yeah. Uh, the one I actually didn't talk to you about was uh, Apple threatens to uh, is threatening to pull games from their from their uh, app store because devs aren't updating them. So. This is following up from a dev that is making who's made a couple Apple games uh, on their app store, and he put them up there back in 2020 and hasn't updated them in two years because he's like, I don't know, there's no point. I've like every I've done everything I wanted to do with that game and people still play it. Like it, but because when a game is done, you tend to stop updating it. Yeah, but because Apple's just like, you need to keep updating games because it needs fresh new content. And if you don't do that, we're pulling your game and delisting it. Which, of course, may has a lot of indie, uh, indie devs upset about that type of stuff, which I fully understand. You know, you make your when you make your pro, you make your thing and then you go, all right, I'm done with it. People can play it as they see fit. Not to Apple. Know, yeah. Not to Apple, apparently. So there's been a lot of there's been a lot of different games as a result of that. Not just on Apple as well. Google Android uh, Store, the Play Store, has the same thing going on with some of the, their older games that haven't been updated as well. 
that they are being threatened of being pulled off because they aren't doing updates. And lo and behold, the develop the developers from that game don't really want to go back to a game that they did two years ago just so that way the game stays on the on the Play Store or the App Store. And they're saying, "Hey, why do why, why should we?" That makes no fucking sense. It it still makes you money, obviously, and it's like, you know, I have nothing more to do with this. It's like, why the fuck would I update it then? It's like, not every game needs a consistent stream of content. Some games can just be, you know, a finished game that you put out there. Yep. It's which many of the many of these indie devs have talked about is like it's okay for games to exist as a completed thing. Like it's done. This is this is it. This is all the game is. Once they've beaten the game, they move on to a new game. That's how it works. Yeah. Like it's just it. This is kind of just like how I look at it is this is just the mobile scene, right? Like this is this is how they want. This is how like the mobile the mobile store or front just wants to operate, which is is like for us, we're like console PC type gamers where it's like you get the game, you beat it in like however long it takes and then you can put it aside. Yeah. So for us, it's like it makes complete sense. But for, I guess, mobile mobile stores or fronts or whatever, it makes no sense. And it just goes to show that how different the two worlds are, right? Like, I suppose so. It yeah, really, it really is. It's like mobile is mobile as of right as of like today represents fifty two percent of like the entire gaming market. So so it is over half of the gaming market. Yet. When you look at it, it's completely different for completely different worlds almost. So there's been a lot of there's been a lot of outcries for saying, hey, could you not delist our games because people still play them and want to play them and we want to be able to like preserve our games. It's like it's not hurting you for having these on your things. It's so just just saying Apple and uh, Google and whatnot would be really cool if you uh you didn't do that you know the thing that doesn't really make sense to me though is that there are some like bigger games that haven't seen updates in over two years and yet they haven't been able they haven't been hit with this as well like which games in particular oh you know he said that and i probably should have looked at them i was trying to find them on this thing and i can't fucking find them so there's there's me is chromag rally still on there i don't know man that was like the og like ipod touch video game uh, <laughs> remember the brain breaking conversation I had earlier? Yeah, it's back. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! We we're, we we're doing so well too. So yeah, I I I have no idea whether or not a- Apple or Google will do anything as a result of this. Probably fucking not because they don't give a shit. There's just so many games on that App Store and like. If they if they lose out on a game that hasn't been updated in two years, I don't think they're gonna give two shits. Listen, no, y'all just go to itch.io. That's what everyone else seems to be doing. The thing the thing that especially like the the develop like the indie developers want is they want to be able to preserve their game. So they they have to do it on their front if they want to. That is something that we that has been in the gaming discussion recently of like how how is it preserving games on digital now? It's like interesting or like even like older versions of games like we were what was it when they shutting down destiny one you were always talking about like how are they you know if anyone wants to go back to play destiny one they literally just can't 
So it's always a thought process, like how how that works out. Yeah. So it's always sad when that does happen. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll find a solution, but for now, it's just what it is. Well, now we get to the one that you were probably loathing for the entire the entire time is uh mm. the Halo Infinite stuff. Yeah, we get to talk about Halo. Give yeah, me Halo. <laughs> and he takes a swig of his alcohol. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, we got a we got a rough one here. Ah, it's a big swig. What the f- fuck are you guys doing over there? Six fucking months for season two? Are you serious? Okay, f- before we continue this, though, I do want to point out, we want the game to be good, but we're going to be very critical of it for right now. Here's the thing. Everybody that knows me, especially if you listen to this podcast, know that I am a huge fan and supporter of Halo. I love this franchise dearly, but when me and other fans are critical of Halo, that's because we do love the series and we want to see it succeed. So, And if we never criticize it, it's never going to get better. So everything that I say here is out of complete love for the franchise. It's just sometimes you got to be brutally honest. Yeah. And this is just one of those moments. And I have, like, I... I you know, especially I've been defending Infinite like incessantly ever since that game's reveal, essentially. But this is not good. This is this is very not good. I will concede that some of the stuff revealed in the update was cool. Like, you know, we're getting network co-op, we're getting like narrative events in multiplayer. That's that's pretty cool, but it's all not coming soon enough. It's just not. And any chance at like mainstream success that this game has, at least for the time being, is completely dead. It's gonna eventually have to find its player ba- base back again at a later date, is what I'm thinking. Because by the time these big updates roll around, it's not not enough people are. Oh wow! Sorry, I drank <laughs> a lot of alcohol very quickly there, but we were discussing this like before the stream started like when forge comes out what's uh, everything's going to be coming out you know forespoken scorn's going to be coming out the new stalker is going to be out uh redfall fucking god of war starfield uh the next modern warfare game is going to be out by then and that's gonna like gonna be huge everyone's going to be playing that game and that's you know another multiplayer shooter so whatever niche halo is gonna serve and at least in that particular time period it's going to be very small even with the big updates that are coming out yeah yeah and it's sad it is just very 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 sad it, it's it, so this was done in response because they don't want to work there they want to they want to make they want to put their the, the health of their develop their developers what do they say? Priority zero is what they is what they say. So basically their highest priority. Yeah. And they're working out a way so they can schedule people to maximize their output while making while keeping things healthy and making sure everyone, you know, has a good work life balance. And that I can respect. Yeah. And and that's and that's great. Look, I don't want to sit here and go, no, you need to crunch because the game needs to come first. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna say that. 
that's, like that's not what anybody wants. It's it's know. not what I want. It's not it's not anything. But there, but to say six months for something that was supposed to be out with season two, like with the co- with the co op that a lot of people have wanted, um, three months after a launch initially. Yeah. It's like, so I'm just saying there's a lot of things that need to happen, and just the lack of just stuff that's been going that's been happening. I'm just sitting here going like, come on, just something like there's got to be a balance that you're just not getting i know you don't want to work your developers to death but i feel like it's just stuff is just taking way too long if it's really that strenuous on your developers you need to get more people in there man especially with well three over three is already a giant studio which i know what's which is which is so odd to me about this about this whole thing and here's the thing yeah, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, it's just taking so long because they're making a Battle Royale mode and Forge and stuff. And it's like, no, aside from like maybe some campaign DLC, multiplayer stuff for Infinite is all they're doing. They're Multipl- not updating Multiplayer MCC should be their forefront, Infinite. if you ask me. Uh, uh, like, they're not updating MCC anymore. Forge mode is being made by a completely no- other studio. That Battle Royale, that's being made by certain affinity. 343 is not making that. So, uh, uh, so it's uh, so it's like all their attention is primarily focused on potential like s- further single player stuff and future multiplayer content. And the future multiplayer content, it's just not coming quick enough. And they have the resources; they absolutely do to be pushing this out faster. And I just do not know where any of that content is. It's and it's it's very frustrating someone like me that loves halo just see this go down and it's like you too like you played this game you're not into first first person shooters but you played it and it's fun fun with it but as of right now there's no reason to play it yeah like i just came back to it recently to be like oh you know season two is coming up i i'll freshen up my skills i guess but like when i heard that it's gonna be three six months long it's like at that point, who gives a fuck? And, I, I like maybe two months in, I'll finish the battle pass and yeah. I'll be back to never playing it again. Yeah, I'm just like it, and to, like like they even say in this, it's like two. You could finish this out if you're focusing on the battle pass. You can finish it in two months, and then and then what? Then why do you why you play? And I'm just like, for some people, just playing to have fun will be enough. For other people, they want the they want the cosmetics. They want to be able to play for something. And get new stuff, be able to like customize their character a little bit more, or just that, have like a sense of progression. Yeah, or just feel like they're progressing and stuff. And and so like if you can do that in two months, then four months, the, the person's probably not playing it, doing all the shit. So they either need it. to put out like multiple battle passes over like things, or just shorten the fucking season. Well, I'm I'm guessing that after. I mean, I saw this with season one. After season two, they're going to go to that three-month release schedule, but I'm just curious as to why it's this way now. It's like, it, it you've made it clear, like, you're not launching major features with the seasons themselves, so the cosmetics just not done somehow? And if they are, like, don't delay the battle passes for, like, you know, big seasonal updates, like... That doesn't matter. Uh, like if season, uh, if you want to be like, oh yeah, season three is coming with all this new stuff, like all these new modes and all these new maps and stuff. It's like, 
if you just released season three with just like maybe one or two maps and then a new battle pass, that'd be completely fine. But yeah. that's not what's happening. That at least give people a reason to keep playing the game. So leading up to your big update, so people are engaged up until that point, but you're trying to recapture the audience six months later, that's just not going to work. Yeah, and like you so that, and like you said, you're going to be releasing him with all these other bigger, bigger games. Like, And I'm just like, why would I ever go back to playing a game that came out last year at this time to play this brand new one? It is the busiest season in gaming and entertainment in general. It's like... I could see like maybe some people coming back in like January or March of the following year, but it's like in November, that's not going to do anything for you guys. No. Yeah. That's where all the big releases come out. And this is supposed to be like year one of their 10 year plan. They're off to an awful start so far. It's just that there's just not enough happening is, is the problem with it. It's like the stuff that they meant they, they have is like, is okay. But at the same time, it's just like, it's just not enough. Like, it's been like, how, how long has it been out? It's been out since what, November of last year? That's like, what, six months? Yeah. Six, in, six, it is. It's, in six months, it's like, you've just put out season two with very little, th- and uh, very little things, and then you're still missing major features for the game. What are you doing? I don't know what to say. A lot of people, like, in the, uh, like, big Halo community... Like, obviously, like, you have people like Ubernick and Mint Blitz that are like, yeah, just just stick with Infinite, but please, this is not good. Try to make it better. And then there are some people like Faven and other Chronicle creators that are just like, fuck it, just get started on the next Halo. Because by the time a lot of this stuff gets there, like, so many people are just not going to give a fuck anymore. And all those people that would have contributed to Forge and did all this cool shit... They may they may not just be interested, and the ability to really fix this game, it may be gone. Like yeah, if things don't start moving a little bit faster, I I fully agree with that. So how I could how I could see the heads upper heads over at Xbox being like, if it, it's like the end of year two, and this like live service really still has like a middling player base, even with all the money and resources they're dumping into it. I could see them just being like, yeah, screw the 10 year plan. Like uh, we're not going to it. There's no point in continuing to support a game that nobody's playing. So just get working on the new one and just work on the next one. Yeah. Hope that that one goes better. Well, and learn from the mistakes pretty much like that's, that's really what it comes down to. It's like, you just like, like, like we we've said about Halo Infinite for the past I don't know how many how many times we've talked about it at this point, but it's just like you just just need to get on your high horse. You need to realize that some that neat things need to happen. Things need to happen. Like stuff has got to get out. You got to be able to have reasons to retain players, which it just shows they just don't have that urgency at the moment. I mean, I hate to be that guy. Really, I do. But I think Halo Infinite probably would have benefited if they did delay it again, like six more months. Like if the game launched in like July or something and it had these maps and stuff and they were with the three month schedule, they'd have all that anticipation, you know, right there. They could stay on top of their release schedule and, 
you know, things like co-op would be there at release, and then Forge would be coming like a handful of months maybe later. But yeah. right now, like, you have so many people so angry and, and so disappointed and so confused. Like, all these promises of wanting to work with the community and, like, make things better, it, they're sounding more empty by the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really what it comes down to. It's like, I just, I don't know how to get through to them at this point that it's just like, this is, you just, you just need to work a little faster, just a little bit, just a little bit more and just show some urgency in, in all those stuff. Like get forge mode, like make that priority one. That's going to be the thing that really, if anything is going to save Halo Infinite, it's going to be the forge mode. Yeah. That's that's really how I look at it. I was like, it, that's that's got to be the thing that that will really bring people back. It's like that ability to be creative. Yeah. So. Now, before three, if you launch Forge and it does not have a custom games browser there day one, oh boy, I will be so upset because at that point it won't fucking matter if forge is there or not if the greater community can't tap into that content so if by some miracle you're listening to this when forge comes out so does the custom games browser that needs to be there day of so this november it needs a full release for forge and custom games Please don't delay that. <laughs> You're good. You're good, I man. Halo. I love Halo, and I don't... <sighs> I don't like to see this happening, because just a few months ago, there was so much hope. There was so much like positivity with the community and everybody else just being like, yeah, new Halo's here. It's going to have a bunch of new content, and it's going to be great, and now it's just up in flames right now i i just hate to see it yeah i it really just comes down to they just need to speed things up a little bit like if they if if they could just release like forge mode before november if or if they could just release like co-op or even just like give people well, give people more of a reason shorten up the seasons make make new battle passes well apparently like Co-op is supposed to be launching in September, and that's also when we're getting like a beta mode for Forge, I guess. But still, like that's five months away, bro. Yep. It's like when your game is struggling now, and you're basically saying, "Yeah, we'll have stuff for you in five months." Like, yeah, we kind of we kind of need that now. Those maps are cool. Don't get me wrong; they are cool. Those these new modes, they look cool. They're not going to carry you for five months, though. Nope. Nope. And, that, and that's the, the problem. That, uh, like, those... The content that we have in the base game barely carried us this six months. It's like, hell, after, I think, three or four months, even I made, like, a huge Halo fan, and even I stopped playing. Yeah. It's like, what's the fucking point? I, I don't want to play this game anymore when there's so much more shit I could be playing and they're not giving me a reason to play it anymore. It's like it's like Halo fans are hungry. Like it's been how many years before, since before Halo Infinite that we've had a Halo game? 
It was five years between Halo 5 and Infinite. Yeah. And so, so much of the community just did not like Halo 5. So. And even less people liked Halo 4. So we've been a divided community for so long. And Halo Infinite was kind of our saving grace, almost. That's why I'm, I think I speak for everyone in the Halo community when I say we just want this game to get better sooner. We want it to be get better now because it's that rare instance where all of us like this. No one, the Halo community never can, can almost never agree on anything, but they agreed on Infinite. God damn it. Please, 343, get your shit put together and get this game where it needs to be fast. Just, you know, before all the big games come out. So people can play it again and then uh, hit the big games. It kind of may, takes a little dip and then people come back to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm th- that's what I'm really thinking. If this game, this game is going to have a going to make a comeback of any sort, it's going to be like mid 2023 at the at the earliest. I don't like that, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's like we've kind of stated before with like Halo Infinite. It's like when it was shown that numbers were starting to drop off. I'm like, yeah, this isn't this isn't like the Xbox 360 days. It's that people aren't just like playing that all day, every day for five, six, seven days a week. This Halo is, is like, not the only game in town anymore. Exactly. Like there There's are so a lot of different games. So you need to ha- you need to have reasons to stay- keep people around. And I and hopefully this will be the be the wake up call that three four three and Microsoft need to like say hey get on your high horse let's go yeah like we don't want you to work yourself to death but at the same time it's like we gotta have something we gotta get more going I'm thinking this must have caused at least some discussions to be made at the studio I'm hoping we see hear something about that soon because it's like this update pissed off everybody yeah. Like uh, previous delays, there uh, they had their defenders and stuff, but this this actually pissed off everybody. Yeah, which is something that you don't see too often. A lot of people, some people are just like, "Oh, why? Yeah, you got delayed again. Just give the game." Or other people are just like, "All right, just make it good." No, at this point, we're just like, "No, we we've had enough delays at this point. We want the stuff. Could you please just yeah. give us the stuff? Just, just fix it. Just just put the game out out there, please. Give us reasons to play the game that we." Well, I guess it's free to play, but you know, you know what I fucking think. yeah. It, it's just like give us reasons to keep playing the game. Is is what yeah. is what it, what it what it all comes down to that they're not getting. So when you say like, oh, there was probably discussions having had had three four three in Microsoft. I would hope so. I hope this is their wake up call. Also, the other comment saying that is like maybe you should just move on from Halo Infinite. I'm just I'm still that mindset that maybe it is maybe it is like I I, I hate to say that solution I I hate to say that considering that we were waiting for like you said five years for Halo Infinite and then it got delayed it got delayed for a while again and it's like where does it go from here I don't know and I was like I I doubt that they make a new Halo game I think they're gonna stick with Infinite till like it until it really really dies if it does which I hope to God it doesn't. But you, you can't you can't help but think in the back of the mind that maybe a new Halo game might be the next best thing for the Halo franchise if they're trying to really make a comeback with it. 
here's the big positive that I see if they do want to start making another Halo game from this point. It's that you have the foundation with Infinite that you can just build upon. You don't need to completely reinvent the wheel. If you want to give it a new visual design or something like that, that's fine. All the mechanics that people like, just keep those. It's like the Forge mode, you already have it, just keep it and use it for the next game. And that way, when that game launches, you can launch it with everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, another game might not take five years or whatever to make. It could be released in like three or four years, maybe. Like, imagine if Halo Infinite had launched with all the stuff that it that's promising, like a Forge mode and and co-op and all that and all that stuff like there would there would be there would be three like three months for battle passes like imagine how what this game would be i think it'd be up there for like one of the top tier for like for for those like team-based shooters oh i think it it would be it'd be massive it would be competing with like fortnite now uh, right now in terms of numbers i think it'd be gigantic because there's just so much stuff there there's so much that you can do with something like forge there's so uh, with content coming out like every three months and like all this cool story stuff happening and maps and modes it, it'd be massive it, it it'd be essentially what halo used to be in its glory days yeah it's just not yeah so that's why i'm just like yeah halo could have could be that game it's just that they royally fuck this up is is pretty much how it goes and, and like we and like we also stated, it was like Halo Infinite is not a bad game. It's just that they don't really have as a reason to go back and continue to play it. Like, like you said, I was like three, three, th- like three months in, we just stopped playing it. We used to play it after the podcast and have fun. And we we're just yeah. like, at some point, we we're just like, eh, I don't really care to play it. Like you got, I think you and Evan already had all the battle pass done. I don't really care to finish the battle pass. So I was just playing it for fun with you guys. And so you're just like. I'm not I'm not going to play it if you guys don't want to play it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's like how it goes. You know, again, just want to reiterate three, four, three, Microsoft. We love you. Just you got to give us something, man. You got to yeah. give us something. You're you're like right there, right on the tip of greatness. You just really need to make that last part. Just give us just give us that little extra mile, you know? Yeah, it's like I don't like I said, don't want to work yourself to death, but really need something. So I guess we'll leave it at that. You want to talk about the uh, Halo TV show? Yeah, I I have actually good things to say about that. I'm I'm mildly drunk, so, you know, (laughs) I might be a little slurry, but you're all right. You know, like big action scene. And a really fucking good one actually happened in this episode. Nice. There was a big ambush with the Covenant, and there was Spartans doing all this cool shit. Master Chief in this episode was like books Master Chief. Like, he was so cool. There was a moment where he uh, actually uh, took control of a Banshee, and then he uh, ran it into like a Covenant dropship and all this cool shit. There's this really funny scene where uh, he just, he ran out of his out of ammo with his pistol so he just whipped it at a grunt's head <laughs> that sounds funny but but yeah there was there was a bunch of cool stuff like that there was obviously some things that you know still bothered me obviously the whole magical side plot there's nothing really happened with that in this episode so that didn't really bother me 
that kind of went nowhere, and I'm glad because I don't care about it. But um, I'd say the only thing that really I took issue with was um, Master Chief finally figured put the pieces together. Where I was like, oh, I was kidnapped as a child for the Spartan program, and like Halsey lied to me and all this other shit. So, and his response to it, like, if he just had gotten mad and yelled at her, it, it would have been like, yeah, uh, whatever. Like, but nah, he he goes in, he he almost beats the shit out of Halsey, and I'm like, oh, shit, I... Oh, okay. That's very un-Master Chief life, like, to just, you know, snap like that. I don't really believe canon Master Chief would do that. But, um... That happened. It it's a thing that I'm gonna drop pretty quickly though, because I don't think there's really gonna be much more than that. It's like the whole dynamic between him and Cortana is getting better. The battle scene was really cool. It's like the good stuff in this episode vastly outweighed the bad stuff. That's and good. I appreciate that. I feel like the show is really starting to pick up pace and things are going places now. And it's good enough to the point where I renewed my subscription for Paramount Plus. Oh, damn. So, you got that going for you. <laughs> they got it. They worked. It, unfortunate. How many, yes, how many it episodes are we in at this point? Is it five, six? Five out of like twelve episodes for the season, I think. Is it is it's it is twelve or is it? I thought we said it was like nine. I actually don't remember. I thought I thought it was like nine episodes. Yep, it's only nine episodes. You were right. Shoot. So that means there's only four more episodes left to go. Is there a lot that they uh they need to wrap up here and just that. I feel like they're they're getting to a point where the covenant now has one of the main pieces that's going to lead them to the Halo ring and the UNSC have the other. So I'm guessing... I I think I said this last time, I think the series is going to end with them getting to Halo, or at least them figuring out, like, oh, this is the Halo ring, this is... I don't think they're going to figure out what it does, but they're at least going to figure out where it is. Because they, they greenlighted a season two, didn't they already? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know for a fact they did that, so I'm guessing... That's where the, you know, where the series is going to end. And then season two is going to pick up on that and it's going to show the adventures through Halo, like the Halo CE stuff. And then if they make a Halo uh, season three, then it's going to be like the Halo two stuff and so on, so on. So that's pretty cool. I don't know with this TV series at at, at least. I enjoy what's been coming out with that. And yeah. after episode two, I didn't think that was going to happen. So good on you, Halo TV series. Just don't, you know, fuck up the last like four. But yeah, you know, <laughs> but reasons to be optimistic, though. Something that's also worth mentioning is they did also announce that sometime in season two, there's going to be a uh, Halo TV series content. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but they did say that's also coming. Hmm. I'm guessing they're going to have like maybe a mini battle pass where you can grind to get the silver team armors or something like that. But oh, hey. a bunch of bunch of Halo stuff. 
I survived. I didn't think I would, but I survived. Didn't didn't go as crazy with it as I thought we would. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. It's like you are a raider. Legendary. See, it works. Just say it at random times. It doesn't make any sense. So you are a raider. Legendary. <laughs> Is there any other gaming news stuff that we can talk about? Not really that I saw. Not nothing really of interest, but mm. like we can just call it for an early one if we really want to. I mean, well, what have you been playing as of late? I've just been playing Tiny Tina's. It's like it's been a lot of fun. Nice. I need to bet. I need. I'm so glad. okay. So I want to. I was like, I just thought of this because they just did this update for Tiny Tina's. So in the game, there are like these random like D20s that are around. They're called loot dice or lucky dice. So you get the lucky dice, your loot luck goes up. So the more loot luck you have, the greater chance you have to get to get legendaries which starts pretty low when you get into the game and you get them all. You have really good, you have really good luck to get legendaries. So of course you want to do them, but they don't before they didn't transfer to new characters. So whenever you made a new character, you'd have to get all the dice again. There's 260 dice in the game. <laughs> so Fuck. it's a lot of dice to get. And, and you had to do that. And every time you wanted to start a new character, that sucks. And I think Gearbox recognized that because they changed it now. So now you, that's good. So now your dice and all your stuff transfer over to all your other characters. And I'm like, thank Christ for doing that. Cause I was like, I don't want to do that for my, whenever I make any of the new classes, it's partially why I never wanted to make another, another, another character because with it, that is playing a different class. Cause it's like, I don't want to go back through all these lucky dice and whatnot. It's, eh. Yeah. irritating and like boring and I mean, it's just like it's so pointless like i don't understand but luckily they changed it so thank god for that i'm so glad that's nice because now i now i don't feel like oh man now it's gonna be a slog to go through all of the lucky dice again on this other character on on a character i was like i was playing like i think a remaining stabomancer spell shot because apparently that's just like the best combination of classes in the game so, and I can see why it's very strong. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, then I was playing Claw. I was playing the Clawbringer, which is like, oh, have little companions. Like you have a little like wyvern companion and like a little, you can have like a little spore or a mushroom companion. So I was like, but it feels so bad compared to what, what I've been playing before. And I'm just like, it's not great. <laughs> But they've done some balance adjustments. A lot of people have really been complaining lately in that game is that because they keep nerfing good guns and spells. Yeah. And people are wondering why are you nerfing stuff in like a PVE game? And I'm just like, because they want you to use other stuff. They want you to use a bunch of different guns in the game. I get you have your favorite, which is the best gun in the game. But it's like, maybe you should use something else. I mean, that also ties into the whole D&D &D thing where it's always fun to be changing up equipment and be getting newer, better stuff and just, you know, experiment with shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I'm just like, that's that's why, as I guess, partially why they do it. And sometimes it's just like they've realized that in, 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 in your testing, you you miss stuff, you know? there's You don't hit every little thing. You find, like, exploits. There was an, There's an exploit with spell shot. Because spell shot can have two spells, so you have a buff miser, which buffs like your damage 
and stuff, and there was a glitch with that to basically make yourself infinitely buffed, so you just, like, one-shot bosses. That's a glitch, which I still yeah. don't know if they fixed. But... <laughs> like, stuff like that you obviously want to fix. Yeah. But it, it's stuff like that. It's like, they don't want you to use that same broken shit over and over again. It's like, we have a lot of different guns, but we just added new ones for the DLC. We want you to use those because they don't because they're new and we want you to play with them and experiment. It was one, it was one thing I was like, I always see people complain about that. I'm just like, what does it matter? They made certain guns that were like, what is it? Uh, shotguns were God awful. Assault rifles. There's a few good ones. Pistols and submachine guns are still the best, but they're not as good as before. Like there's reasons to do other things now. And I'm like, thank God, because some of them are some of them were just like so massively, so much massively better for, for I don't know. I, I always look at it as like everyone complaining. I'm just like, who who cares? <laughs> who really cares in a nutshell? It's like experiment, try new stuff. It's fun. It's a video game. Exactly. People sometimes forget it's a video game. That's all that matters. It's not there's no even like there's not even any like PvP things. Like I know there's like leaderboards for like featured like runs for the chaos for the chaos chamber, but it's like what does it matter? It's not like it's ranked mode. It just like shows ranks. Like who did it the best? It's one of those things where it's like people seem to take games way too, way more seriously than I was like I, I always remember. I'm just like, man, just, uh, let's what let's just have fun. I mean, we discussed this before about how people how that kind of ties into the whole esports movement where everyone wants to be like the ultimate gamer or whatever the fuck. It's like, yeah, eh, sometimes it's fun to just, you know, play video games. Yeah, I've I was like, I was playing SMT five a little bit more. I haven't really played that in a little while, but it's it's been a lot of fun. As as of as of the, the time he was also he was also a boss. He was all, he was a hard boss fight. I remember <laughs> Although I kind of, once I figured out what he was doing, I was like, I kind of cheesed. It was a nice weekend. I was out with the dog. It felt good. Dude, it was really nice out yesterday. Yeah, it was fucking 80 degrees on Saturday, and it's fucking 40 today. <laughs> Thanks, Mother Nature. We love you, too. Really wish, uh, like, it, it to just be summer, you know? Can can the weather yesterday be the weather every day? Yeah, it was, I was like, other than maybe tone down the wind just a little bit, but it was pretty nice. Now we hit old man podcast where we bitch about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good that's a good place to to call it quits. There, we we call it a little earlier than we've done the past couple of days. Yeah. We kind of ran through things a lot faster than I thought we would, but that's okay. An hour and a half, not we, bad. We set we set our piece. Not bad. Yeah, we're good. Like you said last week, we don't. Not every podcast needs to be a two-hour podcast. Yeah, most likely we'll find something else to ramble on about, whether whether it's something in the game. Maybe maybe next week Ubisoft will be bought by somebody, and we go, "Oh, it was Gearbox the whole time." What? <laughs> Man, remember when we started this podcast and we were confident like everyone is going to be like maybe an hour long or so? <laughs> I was I was happy with like a forty-five minutes. And now, and now it's like, wow, we only did this for an hour and a half. That's crazy. It's like, man, what else we got? Uh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I've been playing Rift Apart recently. Oh yeah, how's that? Pretty fun. I don't think it's the groundbreaking masterpiece that everyone says it is, but 
you know it's a it's a good game still it was like it was like the first game that really like showed off what the ps5 is capable of now there's like other games out there and i'm sitting here going like eh, yeah it's they it, 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 you know it's still good but i don't it, think it's like like you said it's not groundbreaking or anything it's it's ratchet and clank it's like of course it's good it's just not like the greatest thing you'll ever play like what people were making it out to be when it first came out like it's a fun video game i still need i still need to finish the one they put on on ps4 the remake was it a remake was it a, was it a remake or was it like was it a new game it was a kind of like a remake tie-in thing so was it was this, it was that what was that redoing like their origin like how they met and everything like that is that what you call yeah, it a remake so i forgot about it, that it's a soft remake, so like it, um, it's kind of like the PS3 game, but there's uh, some weird key differences, like the, uh, you know, Captain Quark boss fight is different, and the last boss is completely different, which I did not see coming at all. Honestly, though, it's really good. It's it's super good, and in some ways, I think it's better than Rift Apart. But yeah, PS4 game, super super good. I don't. Uh, the best game weapon in that game is the pixelizer. Fight me, and it pisses me off that <laughs> it's DLC in the new game. Oh damn! Really? I, I should not have to pay ten dollars to get that one weapon. It's like there's Sony off doing their own thing again. Off doing their thing again, where it's one gun is locked behind ten bucks. I can I can hear I can hear some people commenting, being like, "Oh, you get two outfits with it too." It's like God, I don't give a fuck about the it's outfits. outfits. Want, who gives a shit? <laughs> I want. I want the weapon. They knew people liked that one, and that's why they hid it behind a paywall. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah, yes, they did. When we call it there, thank y'all so much for watching, for listening. Uh, be sure to follow my buddy Tom Cruise Can't Lose at his Twitch channel. He's eventually going to do that Bug Snacks, Bug Drunk Snacks the stream again with, yeah, uh, with the DLC. Right? If so, yeah. So I... Uh, I want the playthrough to be of the new content. I don't want to work. Uh, eventually, I want to work my way through a whole like drunk playthrough of the whole game. But I want to do like a dedicated big snacks thing. So uh, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do soon here is off stream. I'm gonna play through the rest of Bug Snacks, and then I'll do a drunk playthrough of Big Snacks when you know I'm done with that. Right now, though, I'm planning the Her drunk Harry Potter. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> that I'm almost more excited excited for because I'm gonna be as drunk as I was during my first drunk snack stream. Oh, but I'm gonna be standing up and moving and playing a fucking connect game with all that. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna make that work. But it'll be really cool when I do. <laughs> I promise. I still, I still remember. I was like, I remember I was streaming during that time, and, it, and then Crichton comes into my chat and is like, "Oh yeah, Alex is fucking gone." I, I end the stream and I go to your, I go over to your stream and you're, just, and you're just like, "Ah, I'm fucking, gonna just shoot this guy in the face," and I'm just like, "Oh god, it's bad." <laughs> Super well, entertaining though. I hate that I didn't say oh, that. Oh, I know. We're all I'll upset that you didn't do that. I'll never forgive myself for that. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I, I was surprised when I went back to watch that how much I didn't remember. <laughs> I, 
I remember the what I, I was watching that one part being like uh, it was Bertha, I think her name was, and I she was being super mean to what's his face. I was like, "You bitch, go fuck Philbo immediately." It's like, <laughs> so yeah, that gives you a little preview of what of what could be coming. <laughs> yep. But I'll be playing a fucking Connect game instead, so that's cool. <laughs> You know, in 2022, I didn't think we'd go back to playing the Kinect games, but here we are. What are you talking about? Kinect is the future of video games. <laughs> that wasn't a shitty experiment at all. Um, Man, I remember when everyone thought that was going to be the next Wii and everyone bought into it for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, then you realize, no, no, no. It's, it's like it's, it takes a little more sometimes to, to do that. And also just like, it was Nintendo and my brother and Microsoft was just trying random bullshit. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's how I look at it. So anyway, thank y'all again for watching and uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, leave a five star review, I guess, even though I, I just said the like because I, I can't. I'm, I suck at doing outros. It's fine. And uh, so, yeah, we'll be back next week. Talking more video games. Uh, so I give another update on the Halo TV series and how it's going. And maybe we won't bitch about Halo Infinite again. Bye-bye.